Hey everyone, it's Emily coming to you live from the AAG studio. You are listening to 5-Minute Friday from Hurdle. Hope everyone is having a, a good Friday, Christmas Eve tonight, Christmas tomorrow. If you are celebrating, I'm sending you all the good vibes. Uh, I feel like it's probably also relevant right now to just send some uh, healthy vibes into the world. I recognize that uh, New York City, as it has been in the past, is certainly the epicenter of God, whatever is going on in our world right now with COVID. I feel like everybody has it, (laughs) but I am lucky in that I'm literally knocking on wood on my desk right now, but I do not. I've been rapid tested rapid PCR tested, caveat, there twice this week and pretty much isolating myself uh, in preparation to see some family tonight. So I hope that however you're celebrating, if you are celebrating, you are safe and healthy and happy. Um, And that's it. For Five Minute Friday this week, I want to talk to you about spending New Year's by myself. (laughs) uh, I'm going to be honest. I used to feel a lot of anxiety about this particularly. Somehow I have no issue spending a lot of my time alone. I work for myself. I live by my own. Um, I'm very independent. I like to go eat alone, out to eat alone. I like to travel alone, like so many things. Like solo time is great with me. But for some reason, the idea of spending New Year's alone always made me feel like I was really doing something wrong. And over the last couple of weeks, as the world has slowly started to shift and the COVID is crazy here. I, for the first time, like in my adult life, feel a beautiful sense of peace about the idea of just being here in my own space to start off a new year. And I'm not saying, as you know, we've heard people speak about the pandemic and whatnot in this way. Like, I'm not saying I'm happy that this has happened, but I was really dealing with like this huge mental block about the idea that like, oh, if you are home alone on New Year's, then like, how lame are you that you have nothing to do? How lame are you that you're probably going to fall asleep before it even hits midnight? Uh, What does this mean for the start of your new year? Like I was putting so much, like in retrospect, when I think about this, unnecessary pressure on myself to have something to do because as this woman in my early 30s, I'm single, like I should be doing X, Y, or Z. And honestly, now having shifted my perspective and being forced almost to this place, I am so grateful that I was able to get out of my own way. You know, I'm not saying that for certain 100% I'm going to be sitting on my couch here by myself on New Year's Eve, but what I am saying is I feel so much better now knowing that whatever happens that night doesn't make me any less of a person. And I know that probably sounds like silly or whatever, but at the end of the day, our perception is our reality. And I have done so much great work on getting to a place where I feel so good as me. And I know that I, Emily Abadi, have so much to give. But sometimes, you know, we go through moments where we may falter in that. I think this is a really great example of just because you may be great at navigating a hurdle at one point doesn't mean that old anxieties or feelings about something can't arise at another. But the best thing that we can do with ourselves in these hurdle moments is have some grace and Take a deep breath and know that it may not feel like it in that instant, but you will get through it and you're going to learn from it.
too. My prompt for you this week, what is something that has previously made you uncomfortable that you want to perhaps overcome in the new year? Again, what is something that previously made you uncomfortable or gave you anxiety and you want to work on or overcome in the new year? And now a listener question. Hi, Emily. This is Jessica from Chicago. I love your podcast and I love listening to it during work when I'm writing as well. I'm in marketing. So whenever I'm doing something, I love to listen for some inspiration. So I'm curious if you have any bucket list races um, in mind. Um, I like to run the state, so I'm always curious what everybody's bucket list races, if you could go anywhere in the world and let's take, um, lottery picks out of the question, just, you could get into wherever you wanted. Where would that be? I look forward to hearing your answer and your why. Have a great day. Hey, Jessica. Good question. So for those of you that don't know, there are the six races marathons that are called the World Marathon Majors. And if you run all six, you're part of like an exclusive amount of runners who have done all six and you get this cool medal, whatever. So these world marathon majors include New York, Chicago, Boston, Berlin, Tokyo, and London. I have run New York, Boston, and Chicago, but I still have yet to run Berlin, London, and Tokyo. And so those are definitely on the top of my list. I am hoping to run London in 2022. Uh, and then Tokyo, maybe in 2023. So that will make Berlin the last to check off. And then, I mean, who knows how much longer I'll actually be running full marathons for. But uh, those are certainly at the top of my list. I wouldn't mind running one in Paris. And I've heard the Paris Marathon is absolutely stunning. But other than that, that's kind of what's on my radar. That is it for this week. My friends, I feel like this episode was a little extra rambly over here, but I hope that you have something nice on deck for your weekend. If you're celebrating, if you're not, enjoy it. Take some you time. Find something a little festive to get you in the spirit. And I'll see you soon at Emily Body at Hurdle Podcast. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time. <laughs>